You're listening to the Nate Lull Podcast. Download each new episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And now, here's Nate. Welcome back, everybody. Today is episode 87 right here on the Nate Lull Podcast. Of course, I am your host, Nate Lull. And wanted to say happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I know uh, that this episode will be coming out right after Thanksgiving. So just uh, hope you got to spend some time with family and friends in a, some sort of a safe manner during these coronavirus times. But uh, the holidays are right around the corner with Christmas. So it's an exciting time of year. And I'll have a lot more podcasts coming up for you to keep you entertained while you're wrapping those Christmas presents and uh, doing all that fun holiday stuff. So my guest today is Unitigo Jr., class of 2022, Alexa Lucia. And Lex is somebody I wanted to have on because she's extremely quiet. But when she says something, I find it to be very powerful. And uh, it was kind of a challenge for me as well. Like, she's someone I want to have on. How can I get some questions that are going to pull some of these good answers out of her? So it was a little bit of a challenge for me, and I'm glad that she was willing to come in and chat with me today as well. She's a three-sport athlete playing soccer, basketball, and softball at Unitigo, and she's just one of those players that is a core piece of all three of those teams. She might not have the most goals or the most points or the most home runs, all those headline type of things. But a lot of times she's a big piece of the glue that holds those teams together. And I often try to bring those athletes to the spotlight because quite often they don't get that time in the spotlight. And I think it's important to recognize those type of players. I mean, I look at her on the Unitigo girls soccer team. She's a part of the defense on the back line that helped that team get to a state championship game appearance. And there were so many big players on that team uh, that I think they got a lot of the credit but that defense was so strong. And those those top players at the front that were, were scoring the goals and getting all that credit, they're the first to admit, like, hey, it's the defense. So I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying that they deserve even more time in the spotlight because they were just a huge part of that success last year, and Lex was a big piece of that. So we talk about that today. We talk about basketball. We talk about softball, all her sports, and uh, try to bring her out of her shell a little bit. And I think we did that today. So It was just really fun talking to her. She's played on my AAU basketball team from time to time and uh, have a good AAU story to throw in there. So really looking forward to uh, getting some feedback on this one. I know a lot of people were like, hey, yeah, if you could get Lex to talk, I think it would be a good episode. So I hope you'll enjoy this one here today. A big thank you, as always, to our podcast sponsors here on the Nate Law Podcast. They include the Sydney and Norwich McDonald's restaurants, Superior Heating and Air Duct Cleaning of Sydney, DTC, Delhi Telephone Company, Cohen and Fraser Builders of Franklin and Unadilla, Acco Brands of Sydney, Gavin's Pizzeria of Sydney, McCready Motors in Norwich, the Rinker Insurance Agency of Afton, Waste Recovery Enterprises of Sydney, Patriot Masonry of Otigo, New York Pizzeria of New Berlin, the Delaware National Bank of Delhi, Clark Sports Center of Cooperstown, Gilbert Plumbing and Heating of Gilbertsville, Certified Auto Outlet of Oneonta, Circle of Life Ambulette of Hobart, Marabito Gresham Insurance, Huff Ice Cream of Sydney, Benson Agency Real Estate of Oneonta, the Franklin Railroad Museum, C.H. Landers Funeral Chapel of Sydney, the Leatherstocking Group of Cooperstown, your registered mortgage brokers, SFCU, Sportsfield Specialties of Delhi, 
the Amphenol Corporation of Sydney, Preferred Mutual Insurance Company of New Berlin, Shandelo Federal Credit Union of Franklin, Shenango Memorial Hospital of Norwich, and NYCM Insurance of Edmiston. Episode 87 today with Alexa Lucia from Unitigo. She's a junior, class of 2022. I hope you'll enjoy this one. So here we go on the Nate Lull Podcast. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's episode 87 right here on the Nate Law Podcast. And before I forget, just a, a happy Thanksgiving. This will be our last episode before the Thanksgiving holiday. So uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there whenever you're listening to this. So again, episode 87 today, and I'm joined by Unitigo Jr., Alexa Lucia. So Lex, thanks for coming in today. I'm glad to have you here. Thanks for having me. So first off, of course, we have to ask all our, our COVID questions. And especially, I think, for you being a Unitigo person. You've had a lot taken away from you sports-wise with soccer and, of course, softball last spring. And we'll get into all that. But what has it been like for you this year with COVID, you know, remote learning, different types of learning, going to school, not going to school? What has the whole experience been like for you? Um, It's definitely been hard. I don't go to school with the same group of people that I normally would go with because I go on different days than like the other group. So that's hard. And I'm not like the type of person to enjoy going to school anyway. So (laughs) yeah. So how do they split that up? Like you're going uh, two days a week and another group are going another two days or how's that working at Unitigo exactly? There's a group that goes Tuesday, Thursday, and then a group that goes Wednesday, Friday, and then Monday. We kind of just have P.E., And so for you, it just kind of worked out that like your core group of friends go on the other days? Yeah, kind of. Like Reagan and Jenna both go on Tuesday, Thursday, and then I go Wednesday, Friday. So when you've had to do online learning, how was that experience for you? And I I asked that because most people have said um, they would rather be at school. But then like when I had Jacob Hawk in here, he was like, I kind of prefer doing it at home. So I'm always curious, like for you, when you've had to do the online learning, do you like it or no? I definitely like going to school better because it's just hard for me to focus at home. Like, I don't have the motivation to do it when I'm at home and there's so many other distractions. Yeah, I can't imagine being in high school, if I, if I look back and having to try to do work at home by myself, I, <laughs> I just yeah. don't know how that would have gone for me. But So before we get too far, one of the reasons that I wanted to bring you in, and I think some other people have said this to me as well, is that like... You're a very quiet person, but when you when you talk, when you come out and say something, like it's usually pretty powerful. Like it's it's good stuff. So have you kind of always been this way? Like you seem to choose your words carefully, and I like that about you a lot. Like I think it's very interesting. Uh, so have you just kind of always been that way? You have found yourself being a, a quiet type of person. Yeah, I've always been really shy and reserved. But when I do let people in, they see a totally different side of me. Like once I trust someone and let them see me then I'm so different. (laughs) And I think one of the things that sticks out in my head, if you don't mind me telling this story, actually, I should have you tell it, but at the AAU tournament in Albany. So you were there playing with with my team, the Armadillos, and there was this game and it was just not going well for us. It was a close game, but 
scorekeeper was kind of being a little shady and some points were going to the other team that shouldn't have been. And it was just kind of a weird situation. And this guy looked like he could have played in the NFL. I mean, he's a pretty big guy. And I mean, how tall are you, Lex? I mean, five, five, two, five, two. And so I really wasn't going to say anything to the guy. I was a little nervous and it was getting a little hostile, but he, he was kind of talking some smack to us. Right. I mean, yeah, he was not being nice. And, and you kind of, stood up for our team, which I thought was really cool. I probably should have done it as the coach, but like you did it. Like what what are your memories from that kind of heated moment we had? <laughs> I don't know. I just like to say things that I feel like need to be said. And I remember me and Megan were just sitting on the bench listening to the guy talk and we were both just like getting mad because he was just like, I don't know. Yeah. And like you I think you said it perfectly. Like he was a grown adult and you were, you know, you were this this high school player, and you were kind of like talking some sense into this guy. Yeah. And it was just an amazing moment. <laughs> and you weren't afraid. You didn't back down at all. I thought that was that was really cool. So thank you. You know, when we had Haley on, uh, your sister, I believe it was episode thirty. If you want to go back in the archives, I remember her saying, like, at home she is a complete mess. You know, stuff <laughs> everywhere, and you're like very neat and clean, very organized. Like, do you think that goes along with your personality of being like very precise and calculated? Like, tell us about what your room is like at home. I keep hearing this from people. My room is always very organized and I just like things to be put where I want them to be put. So like, it's probably something that Haley and I fight about a lot because (laughs) we both work out downstairs and she'll go down and work out and all the weights will be like, not where I put them last when I go back down. So that like makes me mad and then we argue about it. But so does that drive you nuts? Like you need things to be in their place kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> does she like come in your room and mess it up on purpose? Is it one of those things? I don't know if on purpose because she's just always like not neat. I don't know if she realizes that she's doing it. Like she'll come in my room and like want to take some clothes. So she'll like open my dresser and won't like shut the drawer. Like it's not that hard to shut the drawer. I ask you that because... I find that I'm the same way about certain things. Like I have a certain area where I want things to be and they make fun of me at the radio station here because my desk is very neat and I have to have things like in a certain way and they'll just come in if I like take a day off and they'll mess everything up on purpose to mess with me. (laughs) So I was like, I have to ask you about that because I'm the same way and I come in and I'm like, oh, it just kills me. These guys, I'm like, stop messing with my desk. <laughs> but Yeah, sometimes it feels like she does it on purpose, yeah. but I don't think she actually does. I know these guys do it on purpose because they know it drives me crazy. <laughs> so, you know, I, I wanted to talk about your soccer season. I think that's been a big thing. Everywhere I go this fall, people are talking about Unitigo soccer and what could have been. And, of course, we had Dana in here. We had Coach Herodis. Of course, we talked to Haley. Uh, we talked to the Perrys. Everybody was just kind of crushed. But now that soccer season, I guess, would be behind us at this point, like, have you had time to really think about it and and how, I don't know, how how you're going to look back on that season and what might have been? Like, what are your thoughts on that? I don't think I've processed it all the way. Like, I think that I'm, I know that I'm upset about it, but I don't think that I've realized that, like, I'm not going to get my junior soccer season. And, like, it could be the last season for us to be, what we were last year. Yeah, I mean, this team would have had every chance to maybe get back to where they yeah. were a year ago, which was the state final. And that's that's a big thing to say because it's just so hard to get there, as you know, from getting there the year before. But uh, the potential of that team, I think, will always kill me. Like, it'll, I'll yeah. be talking about it 20 years from now. Like, what if? 
What did Coach Hirota say to you? Is there something that sticks out in your mind? Did she give a message to the team that kind of sticks with you about uh, this season and, and what could have been? She's mostly just said to keep our heads up and stay positive because there's nothing we can do about it. Like every team is going through it. It's not just us. Do you think there was a person on the team, whether it was Coach Herodis, an individual player, just the whole team that maybe took it the hardest from your experience? Like when you're talking to people, is there someone that was just absolutely crushed by it? I think that obviously the seniors are definitely like upset more than not, but I don't think like one individual player took it worse than the rest. I think that we all are upset about it and wish that we could have had the season, but we all know that it is what it is. I think that Herodis is definitely crushed by it because she now doesn't have PE or a soccer season, so she kind of got both taken away from her. I felt so bad when she was in here. Yeah. It's like I just didn't know what to say uh, because she's been coaching for so long, and, and as a coach, I would think you fight so hard and you hope to get a group like this, and then it's just the timing of it is so... So yeah. bad, unfortunately. But, you know, speaking of Coach Herodis, everyone, especially this team, seems to seems to just love her. You guys yeah. adore her. What is it like playing for her and what what is the impact that she's had on you? I love her. I think that she is the most influential person in my life. And I'm pretty sure that all the other teammates could say the same thing. She's just like hands down the best person to spend like every day with whether it's at practice or a game she makes everything like fun to be there that's kind of funny as an outsider because you know for me or a a casual fan now that i've gotten to know her pretty well i see that side of her but sometimes you look across that field she looks like she could be pretty stern and mean at times but i think it's just because she cares about you guys so much is that am i reading that right like she just wants you guys to do well so sometimes she can get on you a little bit yeah she definitely just wants us to succeed and she'll do what she can to get us to that point do you have a a favorite moment with her Uh, a memory that sticks out to you that uh you know even in five ten years from now you look back and that'll kind of stick in your head I think that something I'll never forget is my first year on varsity, Herodis lost her mom and the whole team went to the calling hours. And I think that that brought us closer together. And I know me personally, I feel closer with her because of that. And I'll just never forget that we did that. You playing back on defense and that group really gelled together last year, I thought, when you were making the run to states. You know, how did Herodis mold you guys? I, I think that team got a lot of media attention up front with Dana and, the and of course, the Perrys, uh, Megan being in goal, Morgan being in the midfield. I mean, you guys had stars everywhere. Haley was running around doing her thing. But that defense was so strong in the back, and I think that was a key part to that run. You know, what did Herodis do to help you guys gel together and become so strong back there? Herodis works on our defense all the time. The majority of the time that we're at practice, we're working on our defenses. We're going over corner kicks with defenders on us. Like We're just always working on our defense. And I think that that definitely helps because then when we get in game situations, we know what to do when the ball's in wherever. Do you think on the defense back there, just kind of throwing this question at you. Is there is there a leader of that defense, someone who's a little more vocal or, you know, kind of instructs you guys on the field? Or is it just one of those things that you've done it so much together as a group, there's that gel and that feel and you just kind of know what the other defenders are going to do? 
I think that Caitlin Fortin is definitely the glue to our defense. She's quiet, but she is always just in the right position at the right time. If I miss a ball, she's going to be there. And if all of us miss it, then Megan's behind us. So we just have like a connection. And I think that we all trust each other so well that it's easy for us to, if we do make a mistake, like help each other out. That's really well said on Caitlin Fortin, somebody that I should have on at some point if if you think she would talk that yeah. much. <laughs> but just an athlete that maybe doesn't get enough credit at Unitigo, yeah, no, am I right? definitely not. I mean, she was so strong back there. And again, another thing that amazes me is that even when you guys are playing a team that's maybe bigger, taller, more physical, and like your back line really wasn't that big, like physically, yeah. you guys still always held your own, like... Again, is that just positioning and learning from Herodis, uh, working as a unit? What do you think that was? Like, it didn't matter how big a team was, you were able to control them. I think we're all just really aggressive and we know what we want and we'll work for each other. Like, whether we're working for ourselves or someone else on the team, I think that we're going to do whatever we can to end up with the ball if we're defending. So, of course, the run to the state championship game is Haley, your sister's senior year. What did that mean uh, to you to have a chance to play with your sister and uh, and have such a successful season? You know, it's her last time out there. It's your last time playing together in high school and just the whole thing. Like when you look back on it, how special was it, A, as a team, but B, to get to do it with your sister? I'm so grateful that she was on the team when we did that. Every time I was stepping on the field when it was a game where if we lost, we were done. I would think about how if we lose this, uh, it will be my last game with Haley. So I think that pushed me to work harder. I kind of was wondering about that. Like, yeah, for Haley, yeah, she's a senior and it's got a way on her. But for you, you're like, I don't want to stop playing with my sister, right? Like you want one more game no matter what. So, all right, you get to the state final four and you're playing some teams that are really good. Of course, your semifinal game goes to penalty kicks which was crazy and then in the final you're playing a really good team and you fall one nothing but both those games there were girls who were forwards on the other team and I wanted your defense perspective on this that were going to play at division one schools and the Unitigo defense was just again really solid shut those girls down and I think it surprised a lot of people that weren't from our area you know they were like how did this Unitigo team do this What was your mindset going into that game? Like, did you know who those girls were? And was there any strategy to try to watch them at all times? Well, obviously, we knew who they were and we knew that we had to watch them, but we didn't really change anything about our defense. We kind of just kept playing how we've been playing the whole season and it worked out. So, were there any moments where you had like a a one on one with one of those girls that you can remember where you were like, oh boy, here we go? (laughs) Um, yeah. Brooke Pickett, I she was usually on my side of the field, so I definitely had one-on-ones with her. I mean, she didn't score. Yeah. I mean, you guys, and she was frustrated. I saw an and interview. And if she beat me, someone else would be there, whether it was Caitlin, Leah, right. Hannah. I saw an interview with her the other day, and she was just like, yeah, they frustrated me all day. The goalie was really good. Like, I, you know, she was someone that I think was averaging at least two goals a game going into that. Which yeah, is, she was definitely one of the players that we knew we had to watch before the game. Yeah, she was unbelievable. And, and kudos to you guys for shutting her down. Again, you kind of brought it up, but like, is it nice on defense to know that like you have Meg Perry back there if anything gets through? I mean, this, what, 5'10 goalie that seems to be able to just jump through the sky. Yeah. You know, she can get all those high balls that are up near the crossbar. 
Is that reassuring as a defender, knowing that she's back there? Yeah, Megan's an amazing goalie, and I think that all of us trust her and have all the confidence that if it does get by us, that she'll be there. And if she does make a mistake and miss a save, then she's always positive about it. She'll always hype us back up and be like, we're still in the game. And if she's not, then we are for her. Yeah, you guys always have each other's backs. I like that a lot about that Unitigo team. This is a question, you know, you lose in the final one nothing, and I've been at enough state finals and covered them that most of the time the team that loses is devastated. You can't even talk to them. Uh, they're crying. They're upset. And, and you guys were crying and upset, but there was also like a positive vibe about it, which I was really impressed with. What were your feelings after that game? Like it was a tough loss, but I think... No one expected you guys to maybe be that close with that team. They were the defending state champs, and everyone just kind of, I think, assumed that they were going to win. And you guys gave them a heck of a run, so you had to be pretty proud of your effort that day. Yeah, Herodis was definitely very positive about it and so proud of us that it was hard for us to be negative after losing that game. I think I personally didn't really realize that we had lost the game. I think I just knew that like our season was over, which it would have been whether it was win or lose. So the thing that I was most upset about was that it was the end of my soccer career with Haley. Like after the game, she came over and hugged me and I just started crying because I was like, I can't do this without you next year. Has it been different this year? And I know you haven't had sports and school hasn't been normal, but like, has it been different not having Haley at home every day, going to school, uh, sports. I know you really haven't had much, but you know, you've done some basketball stuff. Has it been a different experience without having her around? I've definitely struggled with it, but she's having so much fun at college that it's kind of hard to be like upset about it because I don't want her to miss out on that opportunity. Do you guys still talk every day, text, call, FaceTime? I mean, is it, are you guys that tight? Yeah, we FaceTime every now and then. We'll text. She'll text me and be like, she'll talk about how her practice went or how school's going. So yeah, we still like talk a lot. I'm glad to hear that she's liking it so much. I mean, she worked yeah. really hard uh, to get there and to earn that opportunity. Not easy to go play basketball at a SUNYAC school. That's a, a lot of high competition to get on that roster. So she's loving it so far? Yeah, she loves it. So my last soccer question, I mean, do you have a favorite memory from that 2019 season? Is there a moment that sticks out to you that you liked the best? Yeah, so the week before we went to States, we were having practices at Sydney or Oneana. And one of the practices in Sydney, we went to Roma's after and there was a crossword puzzle on our placemat. So all of us wanted to have a competition who could finish it first. And our food finally got there and we weren't done. So we just kept going and Herodas just kept yelling at us that we needed to eat. So we're so competitive that like, you can only imagine how that went. Yeah. Do you remember who won? I don't know if anyone honestly finished it because <laughs> we ended up leaving. Yeah, it's probably time to eat before your food got cold at yeah. that point. So, but yeah, that's it's a competitive group. I could totally see that. <laughs> I guess I do have one last soccer question. You're on defense. How did that start? Is it something you've always done since you were little playing soccer was being on defense? Or was it something that when you came to varsity, uh, you got placed there? I didn't start playing defense until... 
JV Sierra needed defenders and she told me that I was going to play defense and I was shocked. I was like, I don't know how to play defense. But now that I've been playing it, I love it. I think that defense is like a position that is looked at as not as important. So when you're younger, you don't really want to be in that position. But now that I've grown up and I've realized that it is a position that you need, I like playing it. Yeah, I think defense always, no matter the sport, doesn't get enough love. Yeah. It's a, such a key part. Like that team couldn't have done it without the without the defense back there. So very well said on that. So let's talk about basketball. The season, we still don't know what's going to happen at this point. I mean, again, we're right before Thanksgiving when we're sitting down for this interview. You know, at this point, it looks like maybe something could happen in January. Uh, there's a lot of talk about different options for the springtime. If you end up having to miss a basketball season as well because of coronavirus, how do you think that will affect you and, and your team? I think that it will affect us, but I think that by now, since we most of the people that play basketball are on the soccer team too, so I think that by now we've realized that it's just something that we're going to have to go through, and I think that we're all glad that we got to play in the summer and fall. So I don't know. There's just nothing we can do about it. That was one thing I was going to ask is, you know, more than most teams, you were able to go to a, a few tournaments during the, the summer and the fall. Was it just nice to be able to kind of get out there and feel semi-normal again playing in some games? Yeah, I'm definitely glad that we got to play in those tournaments because who knows, it could be the last time we're playing with those seniors so I'm glad that we got to do that, and I'm glad that the seniors got to play in those games. So last year was pretty incredible year for Unitigo, as you obviously went to the state finals in soccer, and then you win a sectional championship in basketball, which I think meant a lot to this group as well. And of course, then coronavirus hits, and you don't get to play that regional game against Cooperstown, which I think would have been awesome. Yeah. But... Can you sum up what last year meant to you basketball-wise? You know, I think Haley's number one sport is basketball that she loves. So again, another sport that you get to play with your sister. How was last season for you, and, and what are some of your favorite memories from then? Haley has always, like since she was little, wanted to win a state championship for basketball. It's always been the sport that she's loved ever since she could hold a basketball. So I think that I am even more grateful that she got to do it because winning the section was just getting us one step closer to states. And I don't know, I just feel like that's something that she's always wanted to do. So I wanted her to be able to do that. So we've had Unitigo people on, we've had Cooperstown people on. Who do you think was going to win that game? <laughs> totally um, not a fair question. <laughs> I have confidence that we would have won. But I don't know. I think it could have gone either way just based on both teams are competitive and both teams were going to fight. So And you guys know each other so well. Yeah. Like there's Unitigo players that, you know, play travel ball with Cooperstown players. You were in their tournament. You didn't play them this year. But like just two teams, even though you're not in the same section, technically right across the line from each other. But like those programs have some history, you know, like, yeah. Coach Niles for Cooperstown is a Unitigo grad and like, oh, I was just really looking forward to that game. But that's how it goes, right? So yeah. we'll, ne we'll never know. But I'm still going to ask that question to everybody <laughs> who comes in. So what were the games with Deposit Hancock like? Of course, you lose to them in the regular season. You lose in the MAC championship. But then you guys get some revenge in the sectional semifinals where you beat them. Can you look back at those three games and, and how much fun they were to battle 
with DH? I think that both those games that we lost, we needed. We hadn't lost that many games beforehand. So I think we needed that to show us that we can lose and that we need to work hard and work together to be able to win big games like that. What's it like, I guess, is the question of, of going up against Lacey. You know, I mean, I mean, your whole team just had to be focused on, all right, we got to try to stop her. Yeah, Lacey's a phenomenal player. And like our team just doesn't know what to do when she's dribbling down the court. And like she just scores, like there's nothing we can do when you can be right up on her and she'll still score. So I think everyone has that problem. <laughs> yeah. Like there's been very few times where I've seen teams be able to shut her down because she just somehow goes right by you and is flying through the air and then yeah. has a layup. And it's like, how the heck did that happen? So, <laughs> And that semifinal game was really fun, really close. And you guys found a way to get it done. That had to mean a lot. And then when you win the final over Union Springs, like you kind of got away from them early and had a big lead. Did it feel relaxing or was it even more stressful, like having a lead and knowing like, okay, we have to hold on to this? Well, I think our basketball team is like known for like getting a big lead and then kind of like relaxing. (laughs) So I think that when we get big leads in a game, it's more stressful because I think closer games we play better in. Games that are like two points off, I think that we play better as a team. Who do you think is Unitigo's biggest rival? And it could be, you know, you can talk about all the different sports. Uh, is there a team or a school that sticks out to you that you're like, oh, I always look forward to playing them? For soccer and basketball, definitely Del High. They just always give us a run for our money, and it's always a close game, and the environment is always loud. Yeah. Those are always good games. When Del High came to Unitigo this year, It was packed, absolutely packed. There was not a seat to be had in the gym. That was awesome. We'll talk about softball in a minute, but do you consider yourselves having a softball rival? I would say Bainbridge probably, just because Christina went to Bainbridge. So I think that that definitely makes us all want to beat them more. So let's rewind a little bit and talk about a game that I think kind of uh, burst you onto the scene. You hit six threes against Sydney as a as a freshman, right? As freshman year? Yeah. What happened that game? Like, I was not there, but I remember getting the stats and seeing, I think you had 21 points, somewhere in the 20s, and most of it was all threes, and it was like, whoa, what happened that night? Like, you're you're known as being a very good long-distance shooter, but that night, were you just really feeling it, or, or what happened? Yeah, I don't know. I just was on. It definitely boosted my confidence for games and practices after when you're only in ninth grade and you could be playing against 12th graders it's scary but when you have a game like that you definitely get more confidence so I think that helped um before the game I actually before the JV game I was shooting with Mallory Hayfley and we were playing pig so that kind of turned into like a pre-game ritual with her because I played good in the game after that Did it get to a point like, okay, so you hit one three and then you hit the second and then it was like, do I just keep shooting or like what was going through your head? Yeah, I don't really remember, but I was probably just shooting when I was open because if I'm making them, then I might as well be shooting. Pretty cool memory for sure. And uh, since then, I mean, you've had several games where you hit two, three, four threes and uh, just always a long distance shooter to be feared, I think definitely in the Mac. So let's talk about softball. It seems like for a lot of girls at Unitigo, it's kind of like this secret love in the spring. Like you guys all really like softball a lot. 
Um, love playing for Coach Butcher. And uh, I, I think I saw that this summer when you guys went to a tournament. And we'll we'll talk more about that. But like, what does softball mean to you each spring? I love softball. I used to not really enjoy it because, I don't know, it's just like slow pace compared to all the other sports that I play. But I think I kind of have a love-hate relationship with it because it's such a mental game and I'm so hard on myself that I think that I'm harder on myself during softball than any other sport. It's kind of like if you make a mistake, it's kind of all on you. And then if in basketball, it's kind of the whole team. So I think that that's hard on me, but I do love softball. Tell us about the coaching staff and the bond that you have with them. Uh, It just seems like you could go to them with a sports problem or a life problem. And the the bond is very close. And again, it's another thing I've noticed over the years and this summer, like a uh, very close-knit bond between the coaching staff and the players. So can you describe that for us? Yeah, they are two great people. And if you have a problem going on at home or in the sport, they're going to be there for you. So I think that they just love us like family. And that's definitely helped our team become so close. Like our softball team is definitely really close. I think that they have helped that. They've definitely made me, like my love for the game stronger. Yeah. Shout out to Coach Butcher and and to Steph for doing a great job with Unitigo softball. Do you have a favorite softball memory so far in your Unitigo career? I think that bus rides like to Mudville because we always play like team bonding games and that's always fun. Speaking of Mudville, you got to go this summer and play in a two-day tournament, and it was all Unitigo girls, but you had Lacey Lacey Drake from DH, you had Megan White from UV, and Mackie Caton, right, from Oneonta. Am I missing anybody else? Hannah Bonskowski. Oh, that's right, Hannah Bonskowski from GMU. So you had some other girls that came. Anybody else? I think that was it. Yeah, I think that's it. So you guys got to go and play in a two-day tournament. I thought it was just an awesome experience, especially when there hadn't been a lot of sports for quite a while because of coronavirus. How much fun was that this summer to just get out and play some softball? It was different because we weren't playing with the same team that we would have been playing with if it was the real Mudville tournament during the season. But it was definitely fun, and Mudville always has good competition, so it was good for us. Yeah, the second game you played... I can't remember where they were from. It was a team down towards New York City. And this girl was throwing fire. And I was like, who the heck is this girl? I mean, it was just like nobody could catch up to it. And I looked her up and she had a full ride to Notre Dame Division One. <laughs> it was like, never know who you're going to see at Mudville. So that that was crazy. Do you remember go, stepping in and going up against her? Yeah. You kind of just, when you get pitchers like that, like her Mackenzie Styles, you kind of just have to swing the bat and hope that it hits the ball because you don't have like you're not used to that type of pitching like you don't see a lot of pitchers that are that fast and accurate around here well that was my next question since the episode before this 86 was with Mackenzie Stiles who again is now pitching division one at uh University of Pittsburgh I mean is it intimidating we were I was talking about this with her is it intimidating to step into the box like knowing that she's gonna throw mid-60s at you I'm not gonna lie it's definitely like terrifying hitting (laughs) against her like you feel like if you got hit with the pitch you would lose your leg or like it's just like you kind of just have to swing the bat I've always joked with her like I'm just gonna come over and just stand there one day and let you throw one by me 
And I've always chickened out. I'm like, I don't know if I really want to stand in there, let alone try to actually hit the ball. Yeah. Have you ever made contact or gotten hit off of um, her? Not in play. I've hit foul balls off of her. It hurts your hands. <laughs> um, but I've never hit a ball in play with her. Well, not many people have. As <laughs> we ran through her stats the other day, it was like, holy cow, 70 shutouts and uh, 27 no hitters. And I mean, the list goes on. She's she's incredible. So, But yeah, I think that Mudville experience was really cool for you guys. I know I got to go up both days, really enjoyed it. And for you, it kind of had to be nice. Like it was the last chance you got to play with Haley, right? Yeah. Besides the Oneana team. But other than that, yeah. That's right. You did play this summer uh, down in Binghamton at Bags Eye with uh, Oneonta in the Travel Softball Summer League. Was that just nice to, again, find some normal routine, get to play with Haley? And I mean, at that point, it's like there's not much else going on. Might as well go play softball every Wednesday. Yeah, it was fun. It was different because I've never played with those girls, but they were very welcoming and just made you feel comfortable on the team. So as we start to wrap up here, I know you're only a junior, so college is still a little ways away, but as you know, you snap your fingers and time seems to fly. Do you have any idea of what you want to do in the future? Is it college? Is it something else? What you'd want to study? Uh, I was just curious about that. I don't really know what I want to study. If I could, then I want to play either soccer or basketball, but without knowing what I want to study, it's kind of hard to like look into schools yet. So I'm kind of just going with the flow and hoping that something comes to mind. Yeah, it's got to be hard right now, too, because it's got to be hard to explore colleges. Yeah. I mean, you can't really go visit anything, and all you can do is look online. Do you think you'd want to go far away from home, or would you rather stay closer to home? I think I want to be close to home. Not too far, but not too close. So you're not going to be like Austin and head off to yeah, no. Arizona. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I don't know how those guys do that. Um, they're all the way across the country. There's a, there's a couple of Unitigo grads out there. So it's like, wow, that's, uh, that's wild. But all right, well, good luck with uh, whatever you decide. We'll definitely stay in touch on that for sure. So, all right, your family is one of my last questions. Your mom and dad, two amazing people. Of course, we've talked about Haley. They are willing to take you anywhere for high school games, travel games, showcases, you name it. Super supportive family. What do they mean to you? Sports-wise, family-wise, school-wise, you know, it seems like they're on board for anything with you. Um, my parents are my world. Like, I don't know what I would do without them. They're so supportive with everything I do. No matter what I end up wanting to do, they'll support me. Love seeing them at games. I mean, they just come right over, give you a hug. You know, you want to come out to eat with us afterwards. I mean, they're just that family, like such an amazing family. So... Shout out to the Lucias. Love them. And everyone does. Everyone loves them. So, all right, our last two questions. Favorite local place to eat for you, Lex? Bob's Diner in Bainbridge. Whoa. Why Bob's Diner? What's um Me, Mallory, and Carly and Haley always go there in the summertime for breakfast because we work at the Johnson's Farm. So mm. we're, we get up early and end kind of early because we pick vegetables. So we always go there and it's always just a fun time and the food is good. It's a great choice. Love it there. But I'm just surprised like Unitigo invades BG territory <laughs> for uh, for breakfast. That's pretty cool. Uh, lastly, uh, what are you watching right now? TV, Netflix, Hulu? What are you into? I'm watching Grey's Anatomy right now. Another Grey's. I mean, Mackenzie said that when she was here for the last episode. I'm assuming you've already seen it the whole way through? No. You haven't. Okay. 
Because the joke has been that people will just start that show, finish it, and then start it back over again. So Yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen the whole thing yet. So you're enjoying it? How far in are you? Um, Season four, I think. Okay. I like it. Yeah. It's it, sad, but it's good. I've never watched it, but there's been so many guests that have talked about it. And it's not like it's a new show. I mean, it's a show that was from years ago, but um, pretty cool. Anything else that you're into at the moment? Not really. I kind of just watch one show and finish it and then start a new one. Good move. Good move. I'm currently watching Game of Thrones. Cause Never I, seen that. I didn't watch it. Yeah, same thing. I didn't watch it when it was so popular. And now I'm just finishing season three. So I recommend it. I recommend okay. I'm sure everyone else has seen it except us, but <laughs> but uh, I've been getting into that lately, so that's been fun. But well, Lex, that will do it. Thanks for coming in and talking soccer, basketball, softball. I think this was neat. A lot of people were curious uh, to hear from a person that's quiet and hear what you have to say. So thank you for coming in today. Thank you. So this is episode 87 again with Alexa Lucia, a junior at Unitigo. A big thank you to her for coming in. Have a lot more coming up over the next couple of weeks during the holiday season. And again, always check back in the archives. We have a ton of other interviews. If you've missed any, they're all right there on the website or any podcast app. Just check them out right there. So again, episode 87 in the books right here on the Nate Lull Podcast. You've been listening to the Nate Lull Podcast. Download each new episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.